and welcome back to the Solidarity Sports Network Betting and Fantasy Edition. Uh, today we are short one member of our Solidarity Squad, but uh, you do have me, Tyler Kastner, and my co-host Stevan Smith with you. What's up, guys? The show must go on. Yes. Uh, money never Jay- money never sleeps, as they say on Wall Street. You know, we gotta we gotta keep going. We gotta make this money. Uh, JP is in a better place, and uh, that's with fuck? his family. That's with his family. Uh, no, he's with set, his family. It's a better in a place. Better place. You just said that like he's fucking dead or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um. No, but JP's uh, fine, guys. It's, yeah, he is fine as as far as we know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll hear from him next week. Um. But today we do have our classic solidarity six pack. We have been on a good roll to start this week or start the season week one we were five out of six week two four out of six week three five out of six um can we keep it up can we get that six out of six we will try once more um and then of course uh we have our fantasy picks week one and two we had we had some solid ones week three not as much so we'll try to get our touch back this week uh of course please follow all of our picks and locks um on our social media, Instagram is at Solidarity Sports Network, Twitter X, whatever you call it, at Solidarity SN. Uh, we'll also be posting some uh, primetime picks, uh, you know, Thursday night, Sunday night football, Monday night football. Uh, we had a sweep on Sunday night football, three out of three. And so uh, if we like a game, we like some picks, we'll try to post them. So uh, without any further ado, we will get into our six pack. Uh, Steven, why don't you uh, kick us off? <clears throat> okay, so part of building uh, building a six-for-six six-pack, six we're going to do it one of these weeks, and it's going to be this week, hopefully. Um, first of all, before I, before, I, um, before I go into it, though, um, we were five out of six last week. Shout out to Taylor Swift for showing up to the game and getting Travis Kelsey the touchdown and making sure that, making sure that that happened. So God, I'm that so was... glad Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. Man, oh, he, was yeah. such, he was a nobody, really. Uh, true, I mean, true, she, yeah, he needed true. her. True, yeah. He's never scored a touchdown in his career. That was his first ever touchdown, so big moment for him. But part of building a great parlay is that you have to take not just the easy stuff, but like the stuff that's consistent, right? And Jalen Hurts has scored a touchdown, gotten a rushing touchdown in two straight games, and he's going against the commander's defense that isn't that great, and you know, the Eagles offensive line is great. So Hurts has another line on under, on underdog fantasy. That's where all these picks come from, by the way. Shout out Underdog Fantasy. He has, uh, again, they're just giving it away. He's got a TD line. Take it. You know, that's pretty simple. If you would have taken it the last two weeks, it would have hit. And they, they have it for a third time. Keep taking it till it doesn't hit. So Hurts, Hurts touchdown easily. You want me to go through like the other, the other two and just like go through right now? Okay. Yeah, go for it. So yeah, not going to talk too much more about that. Uh, another one I like is Adam Thielen over four and a half receptions. So Adam Thielen has quickly become both Bryce Young and Andy Dalton's favorite target in Carolina. He's had, you know, last game with Andy Dalton, I think he had 110 yards and a touchdown. And with Bryce Young against the Saints, you know, who have a pretty good defense this year, have ha- have um, he had like, I think, 70 yards and a touchdown. But he's had, you know, like, like six, seven, eight receptions each of these games because he's just getting all of the targets. He's their only reliable wide receiver option. You know, Hayden Hurst is pretty good at the tight end position, but he's relatively low volume. I think Thielen easily gets, you know, eight to 10 targets. And, you know, if he gets, you know, and he'll get five receptions, like they throw screens to him. 
They throw slants to him. Then they look for him on the outside. So Thielen over four and a half receptions. Easy lock right there. And then finally, uh, Cameron Dicker, Dicker the kicker for the LA Chargers is over two and a half extra points. They, the uh, Chargers play Las Vegas this week, uh, a team that allowed the Pittsburgh Steelers with Kenny Pickett and, and with Kenny Pickett without Deontay Johnson to score 23 points. Even though the Chargers are missing Big Mike, I think Joshua Palmer steps right in and does really well. And Quentin Johnston also is going to become like a really good op- fantasy option. So we're, we're going to get to fantasy in a minute. But like, if you know, Quentin Johnston's on your waiver wire, go ahead and pick him up. I think they easily score three touchdowns on the on the Raiders and, you know, they score three touchdowns. That means three extra points. So take Dicker the kicker over two and a half extra points. Absolutely. I'll keep it rolling right along with our last three picks uh, here. We're going to have uh, Josh Allen over 35 and a half pass attempts. Um, we previewed this matchup on our analysis episode prior to this. Uh, the Bills and Dolphins is projected to be a shootout. I mean, obviously the Dolphins just scored 70 points. We know that offense is rolling. Their defense is not that great. Oh, their defense, I guess, comparatively did a great job in holding the Broncos only to 20 points. But 20 points is still 20 points. So, I mean, you let the Broncos do that. Um, this defense is not the best. And not to mention Josh Allen is pretty good in his own right. So um, I think this could be, you know, really a shootout. Um, the Bills already don't run that much as it is. Uh, so Josh Allen throwing over 36 times. I mean, I think he's in the 40s easily to try to keep up with the Dolphins. And um, so, yeah, this seems, this seems really low for that type of matchup. Uh, next, I'll go uh, Josh Jacobs for a touchdown. This is one um, similar vein to Hertz, but, but different in some ways, where Hertz is, you know, he's on a roll, keep going until he doesn't hit it. Well, Jacobs, the inverse is he hasn't gotten it, so he's going to hit it one, you know, one of these weeks. He's not yeah, going like to go the whole season. It's like Jefferson last week. Like, you know that he's going to score at some point. He can't just keep yeah. getting 150 yards and no touchdowns, and, like, sure enough, he did. Against the Chargers, so I, I or against the Vikings, he yeah against the or no, he's the Vikings against the <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like Vikings yeah. against the Chargers. Vikings so Chargers are good for breaking cold spells. Yeah, uh, exactly. their rush defense is horrendous. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo could miss the game. I think he's still in concussion protocol, Ooh. and so if they have to play Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell. Um, they're going to rely on Jacobs a lot. Uh, this is a rushing or receiving touchdown too on fan, on uh, underdog. So. Um, you know, if it's like a screen or something that works as well, but Jacobs is going to score one of these weeks and we're going to bet it to be this week against the chargers. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, this one, I am reaching a little bit deep, but ride with us on the solidarity train. The Broncos gave up, I think like 350, 400 rushing yards to the dolphins last week, highlighted by Devon H the rookie backup running back uh getting 200 and what three touchdowns four touchdowns well, four total um, touchdowns yeah four total touchdowns unbelievable numbers and so this week they're playing the bears the bears have a lot of running uh you know designed you know with fields and herbert but i'm gonna go a little bit deep and give you roshan johnson over 31 and a half rushing yards roshan johnson is the rookie he is the backup he is kind of bursting on the scene um, I think two out of the three games, he's already hit this over. He is getting carries. He is getting work. Herbert has not looked impressive at all. Um, 
And so if the Broncos are going to be porous against the run, I think I think all of these guys could go over their rushing lines. Roshan is just the shortest, and he could get this in four carries. Uh, so I think, you know, this is a really low line for a defense that's going to allow the run, and the Bears can't pass, so they're going to run more. So uh, liking this one a lot, um, and that will complete the six-pack. Uh, so to recap, we got Jalen Hurts touchdown. That's rushing or receiving. I don't think he's ever caught a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. You get it. You get it anyway. Um, you got Thielen over four and a half receptions as the safety net for Bryce Young. You got Dicker the kicker with the Chargers counting on three touchdowns over two and a half extra points. We got uh, Josh Jacobs for a touchdown rushing or receiving. Josh Allen over 35 and a half pass attempts. And Roshan Johnson of the Bears over 31 and a half rushing yards. And uh, that looks like a good ticket. So uh, bet it, take it straight up, parlay it, any piece you'd like, and uh, we're 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 stand on that. And uh, that being said, we'll go over to our fantasy side for some locks of the week. Now, you know, again, following the trend that we have the last couple weeks, uh, we are not going to look at the obvious ones. You know, guys like Justin Jefferson, um, Kenneth Walker. Uh, Tony Pollard, uh, Mark Andrews, you know, like, yeah, yeah. We're not giving you these, these layups. You should be starting them every week. We're trying to look a little bit deeper below the surface. Maybe you have some start sick questions, waiver wire questions, drop candidates. Um, so I have a point point to make too. I have a point to make too. So, so for example, this is a good week to point this out. So Patrick Mahomes is playing the Jets defense, right? The Jets defense is really good. We all saw what they did to Josh Allen and everything. We're going to pick our quarterback that we think is like a, you know, like like has a good matchup or whatever. But if you have Patrick Mahomes, don't sit him for, you know, like one of these, one of these things. Like these are, these are for teams that, you know, you're unsure about who to start at quarterback. So we're giving you one. We're unsure about who to start at running back. So we're giving you one. But don't think that like, oh, you know, we're about to talk about it. Russell Wilson is playing the Bears this week. So I should play him over Patrick Mahomes. Don't. (laughs) <laughs> you know, who has a bad one? <laughs> don't, don't. If you have Patrick Mahomes, you play him. But this is for people. If Dax, your starting quarterback, he has a bad matchup against the Patriots, you play Russell Wilson in this place. That's what the fantasy locks are. They're not to say if you have Patrick Mahomes or you have Josh Allen or you have somebody that you should play our pick over, you know, the solid start option. Like this is if you don't have a solid start option, here's what you can go with. So. Don't blame us if you start if you start Russell Wilson <laughs> over Patrick Mahomes against the Jets. Come on, like yeah, don't, don't do Sorry, I just had to point that out. No, you're good. And uh, you know, since you mentioned his name, you know, you could you could uh, talk about Russell Wilson if you'd like. Yeah. So obviously, the Broncos are not a good team. They're a disgrace to the National Football League. They should be relegated to the CFL or the USFL at this point. But. If there were ever a week to start Russell Wilson and to believe in the Broncos' offense, it would be this week. Uh, the Bears are terrible on both sides of the ball. Their offense is going to be, you know, giving it up. And that will put stress. They're, they're going to be doing a lot of three and outs. Justin Fields is going to be missing open receivers. That's going to put a lot of stress on their defense, you know, having to go come right back on the field. And Russell Wilson, despite the turnovers and despite the year that they've had, has actually not been that has not been bad from a fantasy perspective. Like no, he's throwing no. multiple touchdowns in every game. He's starting to run a little. He was running a little bit more than he did last year. So I do think that this is the, if you were ever going to play Russell Wilson and like stream a quarterback, 
it would be Russell Wilson this week against the, against the Bears. I, I I really think he'll have probably like 250 yards and multiple touchdowns at least. You know, he'll he'll do yeah. well. Now he might throw an interception because he's Russell Wilson, but you can count on him for for like a good game, and that's what I and I, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, another another guy that I that I believe in this week that like I think a lot of people are kind of writing off because of the last couple of games with the Jets and everything like that. I think if the Jets want to keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs this week, they're going to have to give Brees Hall more touches. You know, Robert Sala knows that. Whoever their offensive coordinator, Hackett, you know, he knows that. So I think that, you know, Brees Hall starting to get back to form and everything like that. And whenever they give him like a good outside run, he, you know, rips one for like, you know, 25 to 30 yards. So I think against the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs might get up big early, but when they need explosive plays, you know, they can't rely on the quarterback play. So they're going to have to rely on Brees Hall. You know, they throw him a screen, he takes it 30 yards or, you know, they give him like a, like a pitch and he takes it 30 yards. So I think that, they know they have to get Brees Hall more involved. Alvin Cook clearly does not have a lot left in the tank. You know, he's, he's starting slow and he's not going to get any better. So I like Brees Hall. This is a pretty deep value add, but I really do like Brees Hall against the Chiefs this week. Yeah, I think for a lot of reasons, you know what you said, you know, you might be getting rid off. He had a terrible last two weeks, but the touches have to come. Yeah, he's and, had a uh, terrible last two weeks because he hasn't gotten a lot of touches. That's the problem. It's not that like he's getting stonewalled and like only rushing for two yards per carry. No, he just I think against the Cowboys he had like three carries total or three touches total. Yeah. So like yeah. they have to give him more touches if they want to unlock the offense. And I think this is the week that they do it because they're gonna have to keep up with the Chiefs somehow. Yeah. And uh I'll go ahead and uh talk about our wide receiver pick. It's going to be Calvin Ridley versus the Falcons. Mm -hmm. So first off, Calvin Ridley had a great week one um, and he's kind of gone under the radar the last couple of weeks, which is why I think, you know, some people out there might be struggling of what to do with Calvin Ridley, but the talent is still there. Mm -hmm. We've seen that it hasn't gone away. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has struggled the last couple games. You know, one of the goes was against the Chiefs, so understandable. The other one against the Texans is still a head scratcher. I have no idea what the fuck happened there. But we'll we'll call that a mistake week and that they'll be back on track. The Falcons, uh, I mean, we love the Falcons here on the Solidarity Sports Network. We believe in them. <laughs> but uh, their defense is not the best and definitely open for exposure. And uh, Ridley could... Uh, you know, attack that, uh, looking for a bounce back week as well. Not to mention that this is a revenge game. Uh, Ridley for the Falcons was, you know, his former team. And he, you know, over a year ago, he had to stop playing because of mental health reasons. He took a break and then he started betting and then he was out all last year. And the Falcons gave up on him. They traded him for, I think, like a fourth or third round pick while he was suspended and they just gave up on him. So I think yeah. that Calvin Ridley could have a chip on his shoulder for the Falcons um, and come out and play like it. And uh, this game is in London. It is a, you know, kind of a prime, you know, morning prime time to call it, but uh, there's going to be a special spotlight on this game. Yeah, it's it's going to be, be on, in London. I'm, I'm in the central times. So it's going to be on at eight 30 here, <laughs> eight 30 in the morning here. But one yeah. thing I'll say about Calvin Ridley, I'd be remiss to not point this out. Yes. He did take like, you know, he took, basically like the half of the year his last year in atlanta off due to mental health reasons and like i'm not poo-pooing that or anything but it's kind of funny that he took 
a mental health break from football and said that football was really detrimentally affecting his mental health, but he didn't have any problem sitting on his couch, betting on the, betting on the games that he was betting on the games or whatever. So he was clearly watching football and betting on them, but he just didn't want to play. So I, I, I just remember finding that pretty funny. But we're glad that he's back playing, and uh, he's obviously in a good situation with the Jags, so I agree with you. I, you've always been on talent. Yep, yep. And uh, going on to our tight end pick, um, we'll be taking Hayden Hurst versus the Vikings. Vikings, if I said that right. Um, Hayden Hurst, I mean, he's not he's not um, extraordinary by any means. He's a very consistent, stable, solid tight end. That's what he was for uh, Joe Burrow last year and previously. Uh, I mean, he's been kind of around a few places. I, I don't remember all his stops. He, but. he started with the Falcons and then he went to the – um, he went to the Ravens. Yeah, he's bounced around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So he's been very stable. And in week one with Bryce Young, uh, we saw him get, I think he had like seven targets. And then week two, he had like another five. Uh, so he's been targeted a lot for Bryce Young, which makes sense. You know, Bryce Young still is finding his footing. Um, he's looking for those safety nets. Uh, we do like Thielen. Of course, we're taking his receptions. But Thielen could get five receptions and Hurst could still get three or four. Yeah. And, and Hurst could get the touchdown. And the touchdown. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I think Hurst has been a, a safety net of sorts, a short route, you know, maybe a dunk uh, for Bryce Young. So I think I think we are talking about him getting a few receptions, maybe not many yards, and then hopefully the touchdown. He did get a touchdown in week one um, against the Vikings, who we've lambasted enough, but their defense is not very good. Uh, so Hurst will be open um, in the middle of the field or in the flat, and uh, he can really help out Bryce Young here. So uh, definitely should take uh, Hayden Hurst if you're looking for a tight end this week. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, this is a sneaky. I think that this game could be a sneaky high scoring game, uh, you know, the Car- Carolina versus the Vikings, because Carolina's defense is good, but like Kirk Cousins is really good too. So he'll probably dice up that defense. And then the Vikings defense is just bad. So like Bryce Young might have a career game, you know, you never know. But yep. um, I'll go to def- defense and special teams. Th- this is a pretty easy one. You could probably see it coming, but like any, as long as Zach Wilson is the starting quarterback, you should play, you should stream defenses against him. Like, you know, like it, it, like the Chiefs defense is probably, like I would venture to say it's probably not even rostered in like 60% of leagues right now. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was on and the waiver so, in our league. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if your defense is like sucking for you and you're and you're not like, you know, getting whatever and you want like, I'm, I'm 0-3, I need like a, a great defense, I need to stream. Well, pick any defense that goes against Zach Wilson that's on the waiver wire and this week is the Chiefs. That's pretty, pretty simple. Yep. Um, all right. And then we'll close it out with the kicker. Uh, I'll take uh, Nick Folk versus the Bengals. Uh, so Folk has been very, very hot to start this year. He's the kicker for the Titans, by the way. Uh, very consistent, very He's been hot. hot because uh, the because the because the uh, the offense has been cold and horrible in the red zone. Yeah, but that's the re- yeah, that's the, the reason the, the, He's the been Titans. Hot. Yeah. The Titans are incapable of finishing drives right now as a count of Tannehill being awful and Derrick Henry looking like he might have lost a step, dare I say. He, uh, you know, finally age caught up to Henry, maybe. Uh, his uh, kingdom might be running short, but uh, but Nick Folk is not. And so they're in positions where they can kick these field goals. Nick Folk has a long range. Um, I had him the last two weeks and and he got me, I think, 10 plus points both weeks. Um, and the Bengals are a defense that's good but not great 
So uh, they, you know, might prevent, be able to prevent the touchdown, but they might also prevent midfield yards. So I think this is the perfect combination. Nick Folk's going to get in the field. The Titans are going to get in the field goal range and Nick Folk will knock it through for, you know, potentially three or four field goals. Uh, some of those 40, 50 yarders, which might be extra points in your league. Uh, so definitely love riding him. Uh, so there we go. The fantasy slate is Russell Wilson at quarterback, Brees Hall at running back, Calvin Ridley at wide receiver, Hayden Hurst at tight end, uh, Chiefs at defense, and Nick Folk at kicker. And uh, hopefully those will help you make some tough decisions this week. Hopefully help you get a win. And, um, you know, have fun. Fantasy is a, is a good ride. I think a lot of these plays are good in, in DFS, too, if you're looking at, uh, you know, daily fantasy drafts. Um, yeah, kicker, kicker and special teams aren't in DFS, but yeah, like the, the the skill players or whatever. Yeah, especially especially tight end. I think that with tight end, if you don't draft Travis Kelsey in round one, you have to kind of search for that late value or whatever. Because like drafting Mark Andrews when you can draft like you know a good wide receiver or something doesn't really help you. Well, so, Kelsey's like, you, not on the main slate this week because he's not that, that's true, too. That's true. But like you, you get what I'm saying though, right? Like like Hawkinson is like a second round pick. So like if you don't get Hawkinson or like somebody like that, you'd be better off in DFS just waiting to your very last pick and picking a tight end that has a really good matchup that you think will that you think will produce or whatever. So like if you're the only one with Hayden Hurst and he scores a touchdown and is like the third best tight end or whatever, you're gonna move up the board much faster than if you just picked Evan Ingram like, you know, with your fifth pick or something like that, and everybody had evidence to put their fifth pick. So, uh, yeah, that's for just a little DFS advice there. Yep. All righty. Well, that'll wrap this one up. Uh, again, please follow our Twitter social media for uh, updated picks and uh, if we're taking any night games. And uh, happy betting. Let's go make some money. Yeah, let's make this money, guys. Yeah, way to steal my line, my out- my outline at the end there. Like, let's make this money. Let's make this money. <laughs> Solidarity, solidarity. Mm-hmm.